Well, I appreciate. It, the, I always appreciate the feedback. It is cool. I like positive feedback, but I don't like microphone feedback. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to get out with you on the podcast because we kept talking about uh, Gen X and mm-hmm. Gen Xers. And I watched a really interesting video. First of all, welcome to another episode of Thank You For Your Services podcast. The, podca- <laughs> yeah. the podcast dedicated to the working world, quite possibly the service industry and the military service because we've worked all facets of life and mm-hmm. we like to talk about work and other things but we like to try and keep it focused on work if you would like to write to us and complain about the show or praise the show or complain about your work week or you better not complain or whatever you want to do we have an email address that is thank you for your services at gmail.com you're spelled you are thank you for your services at gmail.com and if you would like to reach us on Instagram, if Instagram's easier for you, that yeah. is at thanks for your services underscore podcast. Once again, that is thanks for your services underscore podcast. And That's fucking right. Tommy Two Streets over here is Ew. very diligent about keeping up with people who write to us on Instagram and in the emails. It's true. So not um, much is gonna top that first email I got. That was still it still makes me laugh. It's very funny. <laughs> But I would like some more. <laughs> yeah, more would be nice. I would like at least two more. Yeah. Challenge. I'm challenging the listeners. Give us two emails by the next episode, and you'll get something. Well, that just reminded me of what I <laughs> want to talk about. I want to talk about uh, Zoomers and Gen Z. That's so funny, because before we get started, or right when we were like warming up, I was just telling Matt, I've been... Uh, um, and Matt related on this. I, I've been followed lately by two podcasts. I, they could be relative to our size. They could be bigger than ours. I don't know, but I know they both have more episodes than we do. Okay. One of them is called Zoomer Thoughts. <laughs> and uh, the, their Instagram is at Zoomer underscore memes underscore. So if you're a listener, Zoomer Thoughts podcast, maybe we could hey, do a crossover sh- episode. Shout out. Thanks for following. Yeah, thanks for the follow. They're on Spotify. They have 20 episodes as of today. Ooh. Their latest their latest episode came out the other day. So, so. they're they're like one ahead of us. They're act they're a- Yeah, that's right. They're active. And I also got followed by a podcast called This World Blows. <laughs> Wait, I think I did too. I listened to it. I listened, I listened to like four episodes. It's yeah. real. It's really good. What's it about? Just complaining about the world? Just complaining. That's fantastic. It's it's pretty funny. I liked it. <laughs> Even if we end up only having like 20 listeners who just like to hear us complain, I'm fine with that. They have a... Uh, whoever does their, uh, their content on their Instagram is yeah. good at it too because it has like video and shit and it has their podcast in the background. We can definitely it's make video. Funny. I got this GoPro now. Those guys are at... Uh, I assume they're no. the that podcast is at this world blows on Instagram. Cool, just all one word. Really funny shit. I liked it. Excellent, excellent. So shout out to them. Cool. We gave them a follow back, correct? Yeah, I did. I did. Cool. All right. I don't I'll remember if they them. followed the podcast page. If you didn't, you fucking better. If you're listening <laughs> out there, yeah, I'll unfollow. Watch me. Watch him. He's dangerous. We. But okay, so I watched. A- what? Didn't you get followed by some too? 
Did you check? I them got out? followed by a lot of stuff recently because I put up a new music video. My band put up a new music video that we shot on mm-hmm. Sunday, and I edited it all on Monday. It's good too. I watched it thank twice. You. Yeah, thank you. I encourage everybody to watch it on YouTube. It's called Recollection by Fat Monster Matt. That's right. It's it, we you know we worked really hard on it. I was covered in blood for it. It was really fun. Did a little horror movie, and in fact, the mm-hmm. the star of that video, he and I are now writing a movie together, a short film called The Locker Room. I'm is it the guy excited. with the glasses? He, yes, not Joey, but uh, Carlos. He is, he has glasses and he's got like cool slick back hair. Yeah, he's a cool guy. Cool. Yeah, very very cool guy. Very cool guy. Shout jo- out to Carlos. Joey threw me off because he didn't have his glasses on. He did not. You're right. He usually does. Mm-hmm. Um, Shout out Juicebox Joey. Hey, Juicebox. You better be listening too, you fuck. Yeah, I think Joey does listen. Joey listens to everything because he has a night shift at work, so he just he just lets a lot of stuff play. That and uh, Mysterious Universe, which he and For I sure. got into back in like almost 10 years yeah. ago. Give yourself some nightmares. No big deal. Always, always. <laughs> uh, but okay, so I, I did want to talk about Zoomers and, and Gen Xers because we're always complaining about Gen Xers on here. I really never thought about how Gen Xers were the first gamers and the first people to... That's true. Yeah. They were really the first people to revolutionize the internet. Like, uh, the boomers, I guess, invented it, but I would no. I would say more Gen Xers invented it, right? They invented it for sure. Because it started at a college in Pennsylvania. You remember what year? It must have been the 80s, mm-hmm. like 89. So yeah, I guess I guess that would be Gen Xers, right? So, yep, that's um, a Gen Xer. Yeah, and it was invented so that um, college kids could communicate with each other on campus, mm-hmm. kind of like uh, AOL Instant Messenger kind of a thing. I think that's how it was started. So anyway, I didn't realize how much like you know I you and I grew up into punk rock and hardcore and all this DIY type of stuff, and I always forget that it was Gen Xers who really revolutionized that as well. And they're so, like, they're such douchebags now mm-hmm. that it, it is hard to look past uh, past the douchebaggery <laughs> into the, the good things that they did. Um, but, and, and, and a lot of that comes from divorce rates skyrocketing in the 70s and 80s. And, like, my, I grew up, my parents were never really together. They were always divorced, but... Um, for them, that was a huge deal because that you know they saw a whole generation happen, and they were they were left home alone a lot as kids, so mm-hmm. they just let the TV raise them, and they created, I mean, internet shows and like how how people use YouTube today was created by Gen Xers. My favorite YouTuber is a Gen Xer, uh, the Angry Video Game Nerd, James Rolfe, mm. and he cre- he is the reason why Twitch exists, why YouTube essentially exist the way it is today where we watch people review things and stuff. James Rolfe was really the first to do that. Mm. Uh, I mean, there was, there was television before that where things were reviewed, but not in the same way he did it on YouTube. So anyway, I just wanted to give that a little positive note about Gen Xers. And um, this documentary actually talked about how much millennials use resources more than everyone else. Like we, We've actually been using up a lot more resources, I guess, at the same rate the boomers did, if not more. Mm. But I don't, I don't know how true that is. I always thought our generation was the one to go back to a lot of the old time trades. Like I, be, a lot of a lot of guys our age, 
or and girls became barbers and hairstylists. Like that, there was like a huge boom in that in the 2010s. Yeah, um, yeah, there was. And barbering made a I huge I watched comeback. it happen. I, yeah, you did. I did too. That's when I got involved. I was part of that first like wave. There's something to be said about, I think, quote unquote, millennials using up more resources than boomers. There's more millennials than there ever were boomers. Really? Just by numbers. See, I didn't realize that. I always thought there were more boomers. All those boomers and all those Gen Xers who came before us, millennials, yeah, had kids. Had us. Yeah, you're right. Our parents are both boomers. Uh, I read a statistic, or read or heard of a statistic a couple of years ago, that was like by the time the next election cycle happens, millennials will be the biggest demographic voting. Oh, so there's evidence right there. Very, I think very in the next election coming up, it must be. So Gen Z is lower population then. I'm sure, maybe. Yeah, because our our generation does not have many kids. I mean, we just don't have kids like the last two. Well, it's a gradual slip off. So I don't think, I don't know, actually, if, are millennials giving birth? I don't think millennials can give birth to Gen, Gen How Zers. many friends do you have that have kids right now? It's tough to think. Let me ask you, do you have more friends that don't have t- children? Oh, yeah. There you oh go. god, yeah. There you go. Th- and now think about all of our parents. All Fuck. of their friends had children. That's fucking true. Yeah. Every single every single family member I have or family friend who are like pseudo uncles and aunts all have kids and they were my cousins. There you go. So, yeah. Like I have a fuck ton of cousins who are not blood. Interesting. Like, you know, you know how like, uh, um, like my dad. Yeah, yeah, we never did that. We never called people cousins that weren't related to us. I don't know. Oh, uh, I don't, it's not like we're throwing the term around loosely. Okay. But my dad, my dad grew up in a music scene much like we did. Yeah. And the people he was in bands with, like for decades and decades, mm-hmm. he, he considers, like we consider them uncles of mine. I understand that. Or aunts that, yeah. of mine. So I consider their kids my like cousins, like once removed kind of thing. Sure, or twice, whatever the fuck the metric is, twice removed or something. I have no idea. But I would never officially. I mean, I do. I do have a lot. I do have a lot of biological cousins too on my dad's side because he's a he's one of four kids, and all of them had kids. There you go. So point proven. Yeah. So yeah, I just I don't know. It's Gen yeah. X. Uh, I thank you for a lot of the things that you did. I think you guys are mostly douchebags, but <laughs> I do I do thank you for at least like leading the way for us to then go and do the things you do a lot better. You know what, Gen Xer, I would love to thank personally today. Yeah. I know he's listening to oh, okay. fan of the podcast, Mike Judge. Mike Judge, <laughs> <laughs> he, he is a genius. Creator of Beavis and they Bunny. are the MTV generation, dude. Hank, like King of the Hill, the funniest some of the funniest fucking shit and matt and trey parker oh yeah most definitely for god's sake yeah they they created modern humor i mean look at seth mcfarlane anyway uh this conversation could go on all night let me ask you tom yeah what's on your mind baby oh man yeah give it to me all kinds of shit yeah i want to know well first because we've had two episodes in a row with esteemed guests of ours esteem shout out angela and shout out tex 
Yeah. Those are awesome episodes. If you haven't checked them out, I hi- if this is your first episode, please listen to last week's and the weeks before. Yeah, they're good. When we had when we had Angela and and Tex on at separate times. Those are two of my favorite episodes to date. But I've had all kinds of license plates, fun, like silly license plates I've written down. Oh, so you want to do the license plates first? Yeah, it's all right. Quick, get out of the way. Yeah, sure. Of. I got one too. So. Let's see. I saw hers too. Hilarious. H e r z hyphen two. Okay. Can you kind of can you can you can you tell what it is? Because I could I couldn't. Hers too. Two. And what? Hers too. I guess it's probably somebody who's married to a man and maybe it was it a nice car i don't remember it was a long time ago oh okay <laughs> well maybe it's his but it's hers too there's one that i took a photo of okay jesus maybe maybe don't oh my god that's hilarious it was it was pulled over in a la- in a neighborhood so i got a great photo of it what does that say that says gay as fuck <laughs> 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 but it has blots over the A's. <laughs> it's one of those like uh, novelty, like Euro looking tags. Yeah. Oh my God, that's hilarious. That you can customize. Whoever that is <laughs> is a comic genius. Gay as fuck. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, that's and hilarious. Not to blow up their spot, but like I can, like I know exactly where that car is parked now. And if I could, I would shake their hand, whoever they are. That's genius. That's very funny. I saw Ugwy, <laughs> like U G H W H Y. Ugwy, Ugwy, like ugh, why? Oh, U G H W H Y. Got it. Ugh, why? That's funny. Yeah. See if you can figure this one out. Okay. R T H R O P D. R T H R. Rather. That's what I'm overpowered. Thinking. Rather something. Rather opt, I guess. I saw, uh, I saw R E S Q M O M. Rescue mom. Rescue mom. Oh, okay. And they had a sticker that said "Black Labs Matter." Jesus <laughs> Christ! <laughs> oh man, that was some goofy Yo. shit. Oh, I think we've talked about this now a couple of times. I you told me what the Let's Go Brandon thing is. Uh huh. That's insane. Oh, I see it everywhere now. The the I'll save the rest for. Well, never mind. I'll I'll do two two more. Okay. I saw Sith One. Oh, I think I've seen that one around. It's like actually. a blacked out car. It's like some fast car. Cool. I I I I hope that Darth Vader is driving the car, <laughs> and has instead of like his his like cloak and like his fucking like uh his apparatus yeah. on his chest, he's wearing that as a t shirt. <laughs> <laughs> when he drives that car like the the yeah like, like a tuxedo the, t-shirt yeah, <laughs> but it's know, a darth vader shirt. i've seen that shirt before too that's hilarious <laughs> i hope these drive he wears that when he drives and today i saw nom nom oh i've seen nom nom n-o-m n-o-m that's pretty good all right i got i only got one but i thought it was funny as sh- shit it just said larry one i think i've seen that too and i was like Oh, it must be Larry's car. <laughs> well, no, I know, but where are the other Larrys? Is there a Larry two and three? Does Is he there... have Does he have a fleet? <laughs> a fleet of Larrys. A horde of Larrys. <laughs> Shout out to Dave Shubb for his old band, The Bad Larrys, which is no longer around. 
but oh, they still true. have music on Spotify and all that. They were pretty good. I used to go see them actually all the time. <laughs> I played a show with them one time. Yes, you did. I was and there. They played at 1984. Uh huh. Yeah, I was there. And they played. I used to go see your band all the time too. And they played. And they played. I, <laughs> they played for what felt like an hour. Yeah, they did. They used to play for a while. And we were very annoyed at them for a long time for that. Yeah. We're like, hey, get the the fuck off the stage. (laughs) Give the other bands a shot. There are other bands playing this show. I hate when bands do that at like local gigs and you're like, dude, this like literally, they're just trying to get the entertainment through, please. Uh, I get that it's a fucking, a release. But I give it to Dave, man. He is one talented motherfucker. Yeah, I got to give it to him too. He is extremely, extremely talented. I love that guy. Um. Did you want to go on with what else is on your mind? Yeah, I got shit on my mind. All right, give it to me. Dicks and flannels. Oh my fucking god! You familiar Thank with you those? that you brought that up. Yes, I am. So how annoyed I they they are so annoying to me. So I'll go. Okay. Lately, I've been on a flannel kick. Sure. Ever since the like the 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 transitionally cooler period between uh, winter and spring. Sure. When it's like fifty degrees or less out. I've been wearing a lot of flannels yeah. and then I've seen Dixon flannels on people and I've seen their name and I've heard about them. My, one of my friends was like, Oh, they have like, like they're, they're sturdy and they fit well. And they have like a, they have a little piece of chamois inside one of the, uh, not, lapel, not lapels, but like the, uh, the lower part of the shirt. So you can clean your glasses off with it. Oh shit. Excuse me. Uh. Uh, anyway so i looked them up and i was on their website and on the website they're like 50 dollars oh brother they're so expensive 60 dollars nope <laughs> and i was like wow i wonder why they're so expensive i mean they must that my brain immediately goes oh they must be made really well they must no. they must be sturdy or they must be worth it somehow nope so i was asking my friend johnny shout out who's a skateboarder, I was like, dude, what is up with this Dixon flannel company shit? Why are, are they so pricey? And then I was looking for pre-owned ones, like worn ones to see if I could find cheaper ones. And you can't because people sell them for more than what they're worth. They, they sell the used Dixon flannels for yes. more? Here's why. Okay. Because apparently when they make a colorway, they yeah. make a batch and that's it. Yeah. Okay. Let me some kind of special edition or it's it's kind of like a funky name or something. And I was like, ah, who gives a fuck? Dude, there's a bedillion flannels out there. I've gotten most of my flannels secondhand or from thrift stores for three dollars, four dollars. Me, too. I I go to the thrift shop by Movies 10 and I I it was so funny. I so my four best friends in the whole world are Joey you shane and rick and you know you know all of them now i do so my friend shane shout out to shane you're probably not listening shane only buys dixon flannels what's and his it, reasoning for that i don't fucking know he just likes the he way they fit I, and right. I, he just likes him but i'll talk to i go shane i go it. shane i always look at him and i go that does, first of all the flannel doesn't look real do you know what i mean it looks like it's printed yeah. on like the pattern looks like it's printed on rather than sewn together i don't know yeah it's very strange they don't feel as warm as normal flannels so i'm a huge horror movie nut i've talked about this on the show before but i never got super into it but a lot of times i like to dress 
like characters in movies. Like, you know how I'm always switching things up? It's because I like, like right now I have on like, I like the way this looks because to me, this looks like Return of the Living Dead, the way Tom Matthews was dressed in Return of the Living Dead. Like, I I like the way characters look in movies. So I'll I'll dress like. Thank God, too, because we're on camera right now. But what I'm saying is, (laughs) no, I know. But what I'm saying is, crickets. companies like dixon they go oh this is the friday the 13th color Uh scheme this is the nightmare on elm street color scheme of our flannel and dude it doesn't first of all it doesn't look anything like if you were going to do a friday the 13th color scheme or or let's say you were going to do a friday the 13th flannel release the one that jason wore in part three which Did is he like, wear a flannel? Yeah, he wore a flannel because in part three. It's interesting. But when when I think of Jason, I think of a navy boiler suit, much like so, Michael Myers. So you would be incorrect, or gray or something. Yeah, he never wore like a mechanic's outfit. Is that what you're thinking? Uh, he didn't. No. All right. Yeah, I'm wrong. He wore overalls in the because you know he's not in the first movie, right? Right. Okay. So in the second movie, he wore overalls and a sack on his head. Mm-hmm. Then in the second film. He has on uh, like blue flannel with a, and that's when he gets his hockey mask. Then in the fourth movie uh, is with the red flannel, but it gets all ripped up. I guess I imagine the boiler suit then. It was a fucking. A lot of people have false memory when it comes to a lot of slasher movies. They all kind of. They all kind of melt together. Exactly. If you're not like in there. But there was a point where he, it went. In part six, when Jason gets resurrected and he's now zombie Jason because he's been killed, he's been actually killed. Because in in part four, he's actually killed Mm -hmm. by uh, Corey Feldman. But what, okay, what I'm trying to say is companies like, like Dixon or like, there's, there's a million of them out there now. They're all like, they're all like Instagram companies or whatever. Yeah, yeah. They make these like, let's, I'm doing finger quotes like Mm -hmm. a Gen Xer, like fucking like colorways mm-hmm. or whatever oh a limited edition you know what it does it doesn't make something more limited it actually ruins the value for me it makes right. things it, a lot of like a lot of stuff is like that now it, it loses its heart anymore like if you're gonna release a nightmare on elm street clo- like clothing there's re- only one thing i think of when i think of nightmare on elm street crop top that johnny depp wore no. Oh, what do you think? Freddy's sweater. Oh, well, the the sweater is obvious, but like you can That's go to what a I'm Hall- saying. But I'm saying you could go to a Halloween store and buy Freddy's sweater. But I'm right. saying if you want to release something that like reminds you of the movie, I don't know. I think like release a crop top males t-shirt with the number five. On, I can't. I can't remember at the moment what was Johnny Depp was wearing. But like that to me is like bringing the heart out of a film. If you're if you're an actual fan of the film. Anybody can go out and buy a fucking red and green whatever and be like, oh, it's it's Freddy Krueger. And I'm like, okay. Um, yeah, that, it just, it bugs me. I, I don't know if it's as a horror fan or just, of, I'm a fan of like art that means something like bleeding for your art rather than just buying it at at a store. Mm-hmm. So I don't it's know. T- it's attached, Maybe I'm wrong. It's attached to that Dixon fucking name, dude. They can sell anything. You know what it is? It's buying ripped jeans. Yeah, that's it, a great it is point. buying ripped jeans it's that, unauthentic that's a great point you're supposed to just buy normal jeans and let them rip on their own or work in them or something you know do you see now there's like there's like i go to target a lot now and they sell like ripped up jean shorts 
that okay. are drawn all over with Sharpie. Have you seen uh, this? I've seen people wear them, but I've never. They're pre-drawn on, but they're like I, I've it's seen like shoes print, like that. But I, yeah, me too. They like sold like Stranger Things shoes. I, uh, I, they might have been Reeboks because I'm a huge. I love Reeboks. Reeboks are like that's like my favorite shoe company. Mm-hmm. And yeah, white people wear a pair of Reeboks, so they just say, okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's a funny joke. Um, well, so anyway, uh, it, it, it's unauthentic to me. And that's Dixon bothers me. I'll never buy from them. Nah, just go to I, a thrift store and buy flannels or f- go to a normal store and buy yeah, flannels that yeah. are actual flannels. I got one of my favorite ones from Target. That Me too. So Target sells good flannels. I went to their website. Okay. Again, to, Dixon. Yeah, to I was I was in the process of talking myself out of buying one. Sure. Just I was like out of sheer curiosity, I kind of want one, but now I don't anymore. <laughs> and then I was looking at their like, you know, their colorways and their fits because they sell, God. they sell them. What did in, colorway be, come into the lexicon? By the way, that's always, new, right? Always? No, I've never heard that until like a year ago, dude. Uh, I'm not been, kidding. It's been around. It's a fashion thing. Okay. It's fashion sweaty. Because colorway can be for anything. Correct. People say it that is, for vinyl it is all the, the time now. It is the colorway. The the what? splattered blood colorway of this vinyl. The orange colorway of this vinyl. It's I'm simply like, a variation. What do you want them to call it? A variation? Yes. All right. Then. That's what people used to say. A variant. Write an email at... D- an alternative cover. D-I-X-X-O-N dot com. But it's weird how these I'm things... I'm sure they'll listen to you. They, it's weird how these... <laughs> it's these, weird how these things come into the lexicon, isn't it? Because nah. no one used to say colorway, dude. Nobody used to say a lot of things. We always said the alternative cover. Like, if you're looking at, like, old Misfits record... I don't know, like... Well, now you're talking about the album cover. That's a different thing. But they say colorway now for album covers and stuff. Uh, do they? Yeah, they do. I don't think so. They sure do. Oh. Well, maybe they're colored differently. So anyway, I'm on the website, <laughs> okay. talking myself out of buying it. Yeah, I'm 99% out, or 99% not doing it because a, I'm not spending 60 fucking dollars on one flannel. Yeah, and I saw the models that they're using. Oh, the 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 guy models. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And one of them had a crass tattoo, and I was like, oh wow, they picked a real alt. <laughs> Jesus, they picked a real cool guy. Crass. <laughs> yeah. On a website, Dixon flannel selling. Sixty dollars. Sixty dollars flannels. Yeah. Do they know anything about crass? I'm sure that I'm. I'm. I, I. I would make a large wager that they don't. But you know, it's funny. I listen to interviews with a lot of the guys in the like the punk scene back in the day. Like I'll listen to like DRI or whoever. Or, or I'm a big like GBH fan. So like I hell like yeah, to fully to, charged. Yeah. So like, or you'll you'll hear them talk about like. Crass used to, you know, talk all this bullshit. This, this is why I never got into like anarchy and all this bullshit because like Crass would talk all this shit on stage, and then they'd be like the biggest like wasters of resources, and then like you know litter and do all this other shit. I littered on my way here. Why? Fuck the environment. <laughs> I hope the environment fucks you. You didn't really litter, did you? No. Okay, good. I hate litter bugs, dude. It's it. It just doesn't compute. It doesn't make sense to me. I know that this girl and I broke up one time because she littered in the street and I was, <laughs> and I went and picked it all up and cleaned it up. Good for you. And man. I was like, Fuck you just going to leave that there? Fucking pig. <laughs> I was pissed, dude. Yeah, that was one thing that was on my mind. Okay. So I have a, cu- a couple more things. Yeah. Uh, uh, so, it's a nice Henley, by the way. Thank you. Yeah. I really like, I'm, I really like how it uh, feels on me. It's nice. So I'm... Uh, this isn't last night at this point, 
because I wrote it down a while ago, okay. or a couple few days ago. But I had a, I had a couple dream. few days ago. Yeah, I had a dream. Okay, that's really strange for me. Okay. Oh, you don't dream? I never dream. Oh my god, I dream constantly. Okay. I was about to. That that is going to open up my discussion in a second. But I, since I've had an iPhone, yeah, ever since I've ever ever since I've had one since 2010 or 11, it's 10 or 11. Sure. About 12 years, I've had an iPhone. I've written down every dream I've ever had. What? Yeah. How do you remember? Oh yeah, because you never dream. Correct. That's insane to me. So Liz and I dream like every night. I counted how many I've ri- uh, how many dreams I've had. Okay. How many do you think I've had? Four. In eleven years. Four. Twelve Ele- years. Okay, eleven. A little more. Thirteen. Fifteen. Fifteen. I've in eleven years I've had fifteen dreams. That you remember. Well, I remember them all because as soon as I wake up, I write them down. I know, but you you do dream every night. Everyone dreams every night. Allegedly. But you just don't remember. Who's to say? Scientists. Which ones? The ones that study dreams. What's the, what's the study called? Study of sleep. <laughs> <laughs> that doesn't sound quantifiable. It is quantifiable. I'm sure there is a way that you can measure somebody's brain activity while they're sleeping. Every, in the, you in dream the every stage. night. Yeah. I don't think that's true. It is true. Well, I'm happy for getting them then. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> because when I wake up. You have to dream. When I wake up, the lights just turn right back on. And I'm Your like, brain well, keeps here's another going day. when your body sleeps. It's I, a dream. I track my sleep with my Fitbit too. So I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> if everything you're saying is true, I still I don't. still don't care. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I was I was wondering, like, do you remember all of your dreams? And it sounds like you do. Uh, or at least most of them. I remember them for like that day and I forget them. I mean I I, I could tell you I can tell you some very memorable memorable dreams I've had. That was the next thing I was gonna get to. Do you really want to hear some of my dreams? Uh, kind of because I realized when I was writing it down. Okay. Like aside from the fact that I've I've written down every dream I've ever had, and yeah. there wasn't that. I and I counted them. I was like, there's really not that many. I I went back or I tried to go back into my archives and like remember, not traumatic, but like m- like you said, memorable dreams that I've had. Okay. Was and, it a good dream or was it bad? Is it a nightmare? I don't remember. So you just said you wrote it down. Well, I'd have to read it. Oh, to remember it. That's how that's how removed I am from it. Jesus. No, I could tell you, I mean, offhand, because uh, I've been I remember my dreams even as a kid. This is exactly what I was going to ask. Like, can you recall some? Because yeah, I can't. You, you want me to go into my first dream I ever remember? Yes. I was inside of a mouth and there were fire. There were um, torches lit up all around me. And oh. every time the mouth would open, it was it would show light. And every time it would close you know, go complete darkness. Now I'm still, I was talking about this before. I have like a horrible fear of the dark. Always will always have. Yeah. I don't like the dark. That's the only time I ever panic in the dark. Oh, what do you think that comes from? I don't know. Probably something traumatic in my childhood. My childhood was a little weird and rocky. You got to work that stuff out, man. You can't be afraid of the dark. Well, I mean, I've, I've had to do things in the dark, like woods and stuff before, like army shit. But like, if I'm in a, like, okay, I keep a flashlight right next to where I work out in case somehow the power goes out hmm. and I get stuck. So don't you have your phone? My with you? house growing up, uh, I do, but the That's flashlight's just a button. You know, like I don't yeah, have to look for the right. phone. Anyway, um, my house growing up was very old and mm-hmm. had all the boards and nails haunted. and shit. Yeah, nails everywhere. And it had. Did you ever see Home Alone? Yeah, of course. Okay, 
my house had a giant old like boiler like that. Okay. And we, furnace. Yeah. And it would make really loud noises, and Scary. a lot of times. <sighs> I don't like I don't want to like pity or whatever but like we were like broke and like we wouldn't we didn't have the electric on or whatever like sometimes like you know mom couldn't pay the electric bill or whatever and like the fucking power would just go out Mm -hmm. and I'd be so scared dude and uh um anyway uh so in that Mm -hmm. dream when I was in the mouth yeah in the mouth Casper's three brothers from the movie (laughs) were flying around me and they were trying to scare me and I was giving them my best scary faces back the another dream I remember specifically was uh, Freddy Krueger had killed my sister hmm. and my dad in front of me. Then my mom and I ran outside. This is at my mom's house. We ran outside and my driveway broke into lava and we were trying to balance on these rocks so we wouldn't fall into lava. Wow. So my mom's balancing on a rock and Freddy Krueger grabs this big sword and he dips it in the lava and he climbs up on the roof and he drops it on my mom and it Whoa. slices her down the middle. And I watch all my my mom getting sliced down the middle and all of her organs still like pulsating. Holy shit. And then, yeah, so that was, I think I was eight with that, that dream. No good. And then <laughs> I'll tell you a dream that I remember when I went to college. It was my first week at college. I was, I remember I, I wrote this down. I mean, this was 2009. So I was... I was on this lo- lonely highway. It was like in Middletown. You remember how Middletown used to look? Yes, like I do. where there'd be like punk shows out there in the middle of nowhere. There and was there, nothing. There was like out nothing there. out there except for cornfields. Yep. So I was on this like lonely road, no cars, nothing, and there was a payphone, and there was an old farmhouse with one light on, and scary, yeah. And I'm sorry, the light was on the outside, so it lit the doorway up. And then I was underneath a street light, which also had a payphone connected to it. And the phone rang, and I answered it. And Whoa. it was a bunch of little children's voices Ugh. that said, "We are the suffering." And when I and I and I was told to walk into the farmhouse, and when I did, there was a large like curtain dividing the farmhouse in half, and it was made out of the skin of all the kids. Oh my god! Yeah, and there was like like their faces were like sewn into like arms and stuff. Holy um, shit! But yeah, I have dreams like that all the time. Yeah, I I, I stand by what I said. I'd rather not remember my fucking <laughs> yeah. dreams. No, I know. I've always had a really active imagination, but that's what like I've always been a writer yeah. and stuff too. So it makes sense. Um, when I was overseas, I had a lot of dreams. I was just stressed, and uh, I would write them down. But I also wrote a lot of short stories when I was over there too. That's and, awesome. Man. Yeah, like one about pirates and stuff. So. Yar. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I dream all the time, dude. I mean, um, I, I usually will wake Liz up if it's a bad one. I also have sleep paralysis anytime I sleep on my back. Uh, yeah, it's. T- I hate sleep paralysis. Uh, I know people uh, like that have it every night, dude. Uh, I could never imagine. Liz gets it too a lot. We both get it a lot. I also, I, I just get stressed when I sleep. I don't sleep very well in general. Hmm. So anyway, um, so yeah, I remember my dreams all the time, dude. Fuck that. Yeah, I would much. I'm I'm really happy with how I sleep. Then fuck, fuck. Oh no, I barely sleep. Fuck dreaming. I actually dreaming or sorry, sleep was always one of those things that scared me as a kid because then my eyes have to be closed for all that time. Oh, darn. so I've always been really bad at sleeping because I don't like not being able to see. 
we're getting to the bottom of some shit today. This is a good ass episode. <laughs> no, I mean this stuff you kind of know about me. Probably. Brought to you by our sponsor, Lexi, the dog over Aww. there. Thanks, Lex. Yeah. Thanks for everything you do. She's, Keep doing it. She's sad. She misses my dad. Yeah. Should be all right. Should be all right. I only had one more thing. Yeah. Go on my mind. I have a lot. Good, because we're gonna get to it next. Yeah, sweet luxury apartments. What about them? Or or condos. Okay. What about you, them? Have you noticed how much they pop up lately? Everywhere, all over the place. Yeah, dude. That's like what happens normally. normally. <laughs> Everywhere. Yeah. Look at Philly. That's not normal. It's gentrification. It's yeah, bad. I know. I'm saying it's gentrification like, is normal. I'm saying it's fucking horrible. Yeah, it's pretty bad. Nobody can afford to live in these places. Nobody that I, no some, one that I've ever met. No, but people do. Look some, at the riverfront. It's somehow packed, dude. I mean, it's packed. Oh yeah, same thing. Like these condos and like, yeah, l- quote unquote luxury apartments that are uh, over two thousand dollars a month. It's insane. Starting for a one bedroom apartment. Yeah, I don't know, man. It's for young people that just want to be around a bunch of other young people that are making a lot of money. I've never been young and been able to afford an apartment like that. You and I were raised... I also don't know anybody who could either. Not one. Well, you and I were always very much working class. You would work like two, three jobs at a time. I always... I just always worked. I mean, I had, yeah, like three jobs at a time. My wife's the same way. We were raised that you have to work like the hardest possible for your dollar. There's a lot of people that are raised to just understand how to play the game and make buku bucks and those those people live in luxury apartments i don't think they do what do you mean i don't think somebody working two or three jobs is gonna be like i'm gonna work my ass the fuck off so i can live in a luxury apartment no what i'm saying Mm -hmm. is you and i would never look to live in a luxury apartment i don't think those people are either oh yeah they definitely are no yeah dude people that work like from home and stuff they love that shit. Now, if you're working from home with some cushy job, that's what I'm saying, and it's your only job. Yeah, there you go. That's who lives in places like that. That's what I'm talking about. What you just maybe I'd misheard you. Yeah, because- you misheard. I think you're. I'm saying people like you and me have always lived in like Anywhere. shitty. Apo- Remember that place I was living at with my buddy on West Seventh Street? Yep. That like piece of shit house. <laughs> because that's all I assumed. I could afford, I mean, it was all I could afford at the time and I worked my ass off, but it was like, I didn't want to be in debt. Well, but there's a lot of people that just know how to play the game Mm. and make a lot of money doing very little. And they spend a lot of time in their luxury apartments. I was barely home. So I lived in a piece of shit. Yeah. It doesn't, it doesn't matter if you're barely, if you're, it, it doesn't matter if you live in a piece of shit spot, if you're barely home. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Meanwhile, if you have some cushy, if you have some cushy job, obviously you want to be in your luxury place. You pay all this money for. Yep. But I'm, but I still, my, the fact or my point remains, I've never met somebody who can live in a place like that, and yet those places are everywhere, and they're all full. Yeah, dude. They're all full of tenants. I maybe it's because we also like, have a lot of a lot of people work remotely, dude. Now. Yeah. But, but ge- these things have popped up in the last couple of years. But gentrification started before work from home was the oh, norm. Oh yeah, most definitely. So I'm just I'm saying that like uh, maybe th- maybe there is something to the point uh, uh, that uh, after 
after the economy and the housing market was ruined by boomers and early early generation Gen Xers, the later generation Gen Xers and early millennials who aren't buying homes yeah. were becoming a nation of renters. Oh, yeah, most certainly. Owning your home is on its way out. Yeah. And well, it's, we are, it's almost impossible for our generation. Right. We're, I got extremely lucky with this house. And it's the army, honestly. We're beca- we're going to become a world of leasers. You're yeah. not going to own your home. You're not going to own your car. I don't think millennials care anymore. They don't. Yeah. I think millennials, a lot of them came from the suburbs and they and they want to live in cities and be part of these communities and think that they're you know, I like they mean city something. life. I like city life just fine. And I, can, and I can function. I can function in a in a in a go 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 city very well, but yeah. But you never lived in one. I know. <laughs> I'm. So I'm saying, do it for more than a month. It's a lot. I would have to be on my own to do that. Yeah, I think because if I was on my own living like that, I would thrive. I'm sure you'd be fine. Yeah, but as like a as like a le- more level headed, settled person. With like a, a a relationship on my side, I could live anywhere, really, and not I I like that wouldn't fulfill me. In fact, it would stress me out, and I don't think I would like it. Really? Yeah. In fact, I was looking just for shits and giggles. I was looking at um uh, places last night in Arizona. Okay. Just because like that's on my bucket list of places to live. Yeah. Why not? Like, if I ever. I thought about living out there, but it's a big if. It's also like the it's it's a different world out there, dude. I know. It's a big fucking if, but if I ever left the northeast, it would be out there to the desert. Yeah, it's a red state too. People forget. That's fine. Eh, I don't know, man. There's a lot of there's a lot of freedoms out there. Arizona's a little eh. But the people, dude. It depends on where you are. I don't think I don't think you'd because I, I thought the same way. I was like, oh man, I could go out there. We could live in a small house, and it never, you know, it never rains. I could ride my motorcycle year round all the time, like I do, like I do here, but not you in shitty never weather. Never shovel your driveway again. Yeah, but there's other factors out there, dude. There's I mean, shit. There, the people out there are like, I don't know. I just don't think you'd like them. Uh, I've been there and I do like them. Okay. I've been to, if you've got your own little scene out there, then that's cool. I've been to Phoenix. I've been to Tempe. I've been to Mesa there. I mean, so like you've been to the metropolitan areas. Exactly. Okay. I see. Well, I mean that, I feel like those are the same anywhere you go. Maybe, but the, the advantage that it has that nice climate that I like so much. That's true. Yeah. It's very hot. New people I know die of dehydration there all the time because they don't realize they're getting hot because it's like a dry heat. Mm Mm-hmm. And the scenery and the, like the landscape is just unbeatable for, for me out there. I've so, never been to Arizona. You've never been there? No. Nah, well, I've been to California before. I drove. Also hate the people there. I drove through. I, I, I wasn't in California long enough to experience the people. So I was just, California just, nah, whatever to me. They're okay. I, I don't know. So I drove from, on tour, I drove from Texas through all the way across Texas, through New Mexico into Arizona. And then the next day I drove through Arizona to Southern California. Okay. And I was like, this is the place I need to be someday. Cool. The the Southwest. Then do it. I think I just might because like I was we saying. We can still do our podcast. I can do whatever the hell I want. There you go. Out there. I was looking at a place 
or a couple of places. Your last lady, night. Would your lady move with you? Yeah, she's oh. talked about it before. Oh, excellent. I think so. I don't want to speak for her, but she's she's brought it up without me being in the conversation. I've overheard Perfect. her. I've overheard her say it. So. Oh, good. But no, like I was looking at a place that was a two bedroom, two bath, or three bedroom, two bath. Okay. That was less than the house that I grew up in. And I was like, That's wow, pretty cool. out here. And it did was, you only have one bathroom in the house you grew up in? Yep. That's what I thought. I sure remember did. going to that house. Uh, never again. I liked that house, though. The house, is, the house was great. Yeah. The neighborhood was um, awesome. That, that is a cool neighborhood. I cool loved neighborhood, that neighborhood. Yeah. I loved my neighbor's. But I had one bathroom in that house, and that was hell. Yeah, we have one, we up. have one bathroom in this house. I will never do it again. Because it was the three of you, right, sharing one bathroom. Mm-hmm. Yeah, me, mom, and dad. There you go. It was a real fucker. I mean, I've I've taken up enough fucking time. What's on your mind, Matt? So today I had to go get a physical for my new job that I'm uh-huh. starting. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. He um, got the job. Finally out of the service industry. Fuck. We'll see how long I last. <laughs> because I'm high speed. Uh, let me just say how gross the waiting rooms are in these places. Like, you have to go get these done. Just how stained up everything is. Mm-hmm. And the people. Everybody's just gross. I don't know. I don't know. Um, so, there is this guy sitting next to me playing this game Hmm. and it was like a quiet we we got moved from one waiting room to another and i'm waiting there quietly first it was just me then a bunch of people roll up and sit down near me because they got moved as well obviously and this guy's playing this fucking game on his phone and i'm just trying to enjoy the silence (sighs) and it's It's, got this like chewing it's out loud isn't it it is like like why do you need the noise on to play the game and i don't even have it he's an adult oh he's older than me he's probably like in his 50s yeah large just gross looking just like doesn't you know doesn't look like he shaved in a while but not trying to grow beard just like just unkempt unkempt yep and um He's fucking playing this game. I don't know. I don't even have a thing about noises or anything, but it was so fucking annoying. It depends on the noise. And, it depends uh, on where it was chewing. It. it was a chewing noise. I know a lot of people have a thing about chewing. I never really cared that much, but it, I was just like, dude, are you kidding me? Like, I was just talking about that the other day to somebody. If I hear chewing out loud, like in a room or like across the room, I'm like, eh, whatever. But if it's in my ears, like in headphones or something, yeah. I can't listen to it. Okay. And, it it well more so it angers me because the person whoever was being recorded yeah. doesn't have the awareness to stop fucking doing it. <laughs> it makes me angry. Uh, it's not the it doesn't like gross me out or anything. I don't think. No, it do- it doesn't give me like a physical reaction or anything. But keep keep going with the guy. In well, this actually, game. I have a friend. I've talked about this on the podcast before. He has mesophonia, mm-hmm. where mm-hmm. chewing is one of his like things that makes him instantly yeah. like fight or flight or whatever. But because uh, I've seen him smack things out of people's hands before, and he <laughs> hears him chewing. God bless. So in the first waiting room I was in, you know, I, I'm doing my paperwork and all this stuff. This this guy comes in, camo hat, Marines shirt on or whatever. Sure, simplify, brother. Yeah, older guy. Um, his arm is just dripping blood. 
All right. This isn't a hospital, by the way. This, this just is just place. a regular waiting room where you go and get like a like a physical. Like everybody there goes and gets evaluated either before they started a job or maybe they got injured at work or whatever. Is this this is so? This is essentially like a military version of like a lab corp. It's or something? not. This wasn't even military. This is civilian. But oh, okay. Yeah, it's kind of like a lab or a quest or but whatever. This the guy. Fuck. This guy. You could tell he was like retired. Like he. This wasn't for the bleeding arm. This was for something completely different. He had to get like a CDL re, re-upped or something. The driver's so, license? Yeah, it was something like that. But his fucking arm was like, he. it looked like he had just picked at this scab on the back of his arm and he didn't oh, realize it was man. bleeding. Bro, it's running down his arm. So then he reaches over, <gasps> touches it, oh. blood all over his hand. He looks oh, at it and it's oh, just man. like, eh. And then he goes on oh, about no. going and touching everything. And I'm just like, oh, Ugh, my fuck. No. This is why I bring my own pen to things because of motherfuckers like him. So and then he sat across from me in the other waiting room. Of course, and we were all did. silent. And he's just staring at the wall and I'm staring at the wall. And I Holding can't together. <laughs> help but think about all this stupid blood this guy has all over his arm. He's just getting it all over the different chairs. <sighs> anyway, that was what's on my mind baby that was the waiting room guy multiple waiting room guys yes making it all very uncomfortable i don't like it no and i was there very early i wanted to get this shit done and it took just forever took way too long way too long oh man and i got and i know like this person's a doctor and stuff but I, i just never had a female doctor have to give me maybe i have i don't know it was odd the person like had to grip my balls mm-hmm. and then tell me how to. They were explaining to me, cough. No, they, I was laying down. Okay, and they were explaining to me how to check for cancer, mm-hmm. and they were doing this motion with their hands. They're like, and, and grabbing my testicles all at the same time. Oh yeah, they were like, okay, this is the motion you have to do, and they were like, first you have to take it like this, and then squeeze with your hand like this and then let go and then move to the other testicle and um and she's oh. just doing it on me i'm like okay gotcha okay okay <laughs> meanwhile <laughs> you're like filling up laying down and just getting my ball squeezed i was just like oh my god this is the least <laughs> horny i've ever been in my life nah, while you getting touched by up, a woman it. this sucks uh so yeah I that was it i would have been filling up with blood yeah very very nice doctor and everything i'm sure oh yeah deal with this uh, yeah but i was just like oh my god just get me out of this awful place (laughs) (laughs) like the wallpapers all coming down off the walls or stains on everything nice how does this keep going like this anyway who you working with tom oh you know Because I got to say, who I'm working with, I don't know yet. <laughs> I don't have anything to complain yet until I start this job, and then I'm sure I'll have plenty to complain about. We'll see. It's, yeah. It remains to be seen then, huh? Yeah, remains to be seen. Who's to say? Well, I am. <laughs> I've got a, I, I've got a couple things written down because, like I we said. I have one more thing, too. Oh, get to it. Just real quick. I walked into GNC today. I'm good. Go. Okay. Yeah. I, I walked into GNC General today. Nutrition Center. Yes. And I and I'm looking at something for like two seconds. The guy's like, "Can I help you?" And I would go up to the counter. I was like, "Yeah, do you guys have anything that's like, um, like protein 
but it's in like pill form or vitamin form kind of thing. I'd also be like, do you have anything that's not a hundred dollars? And I, yeah, but then I, and I was like, and, it, and like in vegan protein, he was just like, what? And like, like <sighs> I'm an idiot for asking that. Like I'm in a place filled with supplements and pills, yeah. and I thought I was asking a normal question. Yeah, and he was just like, no, they don't make anything like that. And who's I was they, like, who's they? Yeah, dumbass. and I was just like. Okay, thanks. And then I like looked at one thing for like a second, and then I was just like, "All right, have a good one." <laughs> I was so mad. I was like, "Dude, I wanted to like I had to like contain it all." I was like, "Matt, don't fucking flip out on this idiot <laughs> tool." Yeah, this guy was a tool. I was pissed. You can get Vega protein at like Target, but that's what I'm saying. Like I get, but I'm saying it, I know that it's in powder form. I yeah. thought possibly there was protein in like like a like a tablet form. Mm-hmm. And I was, I didn't know that was a dumb question. I mean, I've seen, I've seen like gummy protein and stuff. So hmm. I was thinking, so how fucking far off was, I mean, I, I couldn't have been that far off. Like there's pills to make your dick bigger. Like they can't mm-hmm. have a protein pill anyway. Yeah. And it doesn't really make your dick bigger. It, uh, it makes all the blood flow go to one specific part of your body. Mm. So I'm getting lightheaded. I've been talking too much. Taking too many dick pills. Too many dick pills. Too many gas station dick pills. <laughs> I took one called uh, Spotted Wolverine, and <laughs> I'm all fucked up looking. <laughs> Just kidding. Um, yeah, go on. Who are you working with? Uh, I got. A, I got a couple. Yeah. One, Lay it on me. One is the bad communicator. Yeah. Uh, nightmare. I didn't. I. I didn't have anything specific written down, but. I need like, to grab something to drink. I'm sorry. I'm actually really lightheaded. No, go. I think for it's because it. I had to get blood taken today. Oh, that was the other fucking thing. Oh. I hate needles with a passion. You can't just ignore it? No, nah, I can't. And can't I just turn it off? No, it, it fucking, it scares me so bad. Eh. And he like wiggled it around in my vein. And I was like, yeah. Ugh. and it hurt. And it, and he like, yeah. I, I could tell he just like wasn't as good as I normally get it. And now I'm like, all, uh, uh, I, don't, I can't even look at it right now. It's but it hurt bitch. really fucking bad. And I don't, I don't like it. Anyway, that was the other thing. Oh, Getting man. my blood drawn. I fucking hated it today. All right, let me. I gotta grab something to drink. I'm no, super lightheaded. Grab home. your drink. I'll keep vamping. Please. No. Uh, uh, maybe it was ever since. Uh, still haven't gotten to it on the podcast yet, but years and years ago, when I was in the hospital for an extended period of time, I remember that. Uh, uh, at the end of high school, oh, I was. That one. I was constantly. Uh, by the doctors and nurses, I was constantly getting like my blood drawn or IV uh, IVs put in sometimes uh, it it felt like multiple times a day but at one point they put it in it literally makes me shiver it was they were they were they were giving me different IVs and stuff so often that they gave me a thing called a central line you know what that is no so a central line for anyone who doesn't know it is uh, essentially it's a thick plastic uh i i suppose plastic like hose that they insert in your arm at like your shoulder blade that goes directly down to your heart and it's so that uh it, it's a there's a little plastic appendage sticking out of your body all the time so that instead of sticking your arm all the time like multiple times a day they just connect whatever they need to give you directly to this little plastic thing and it just goes right in. Like, that's how much I was getting my, like, IVs and blood drawn and shit 
back then. But when I was... I don't like that at all. When I was... Uh, uh, I I had accepted... I think it was it was it was part of like the traumaticness or the the tra- traumaticness is that a word uh, of the injuries, but I was also like I accepted the fact that I was helpless, and you were in somebody else's hands. Yeah, and I was there was nowhere I could go and nothing I could do, so I just gave up and submitted, and then I I started to like zoom out and kind of look at it clinically. I'm like, okay, well, they're gonna stick this thing in my arm. It's only this. It's only this tiny. It's this big, and it takes ten seconds at the most. And then, it, and it doesn't. It immediately doesn't hurt once it's in, really, unless somebody yeah. really fucks you up, which was also rare. That's what I'm saying. But more often than not, it doesn't. More often than not, you are fine. I understand that. So if you know that going in, it's a little easier to you know, cope and prepare yourself. I just talked about eating on mic and what does this guy do? I'm not eating on the <laughs> mic. I know I needed, I, I had an orange. Seriously. I was getting no, thank really God, lightheaded. Thank God. It was a smart, a smart yeah. grad. Yeah. Um, so I don't have a problem like, like getting a shot, like a flu shot. I'm, I've always been okay with, I still can't look at the needle going in me. I'd, I'd rather not see it too. But still. getting things taken from me, my blood taken Mm-hmm. freaks me the fuck out and it i wasn't like that when i was younger it mm-hmm. just it came as adulthood because i passed out the first time first and only time i ever gave blood like donated blood i i was fine i felt fine and i and i had to skip breakfast that morning i was running late i yeah, stood up that's fell why you over. passed out that's exactly I why. fell over your blood sugar was on the fucking floor and then yeah next thing you know you're you're like, huh? What it's funny, man. Every time I get my blood pressure taken, they always say I have high blood pressure for my age. And I always, t- and they're it's like, oh, did you have your coffee this morning? Or it's because you're stressed. I say, no, I'm just, I'm just like this naturally. I've never had coffee in my entire life. <laughs> this is just how I am. And then the fucking talk starts. Why you never had coffee? I don't know how you do it. Bro, I fucking know. <laughs> I do it life. just like, just like you do. Just, I don't, I don't drink that stuff, man. Yeah, man. I, don't know I know. I know you don't like it either. No, it's not. We're uh, two two non-coffee drinkers. Yeah. Normally, I'm the only. I don't one. do energy drinks. I don't do none of that shit. I stopped drinking energy drinks this week, and I feel the same. So I think I didn't really. Need yeah. In the morning, like at work, I would drink one to just you know start the day, but now we're well, drinking a a sugary drink right now. Now. Yeah. After I've worked out and had dinner and everything. Oh, okay. I this see. is this is my one. I'm I'm drinking my <laughs> my classic uh, my Wawa. Half Sound and, like a rapper. My half and half iced tea. Can speaking I talk of, about speaking of rappers? Uh, I've been listening to this album from the '90s. Did you ever hear that song? Rhythm is the dancer. Rhythm is, is the, the dancer. dancer. Is the soul okay. Companion. Do you know who does you that can song? It everywhere. Yeah. Oh. It's a uh, god damn it. It's, it's a group called Snap. Snap. Is it really? S N A P exclamation point. I, I was never, think- never mind. knew who did that song. I was thinking of Labouche. Oh, okay. Um, well, I never knew who did that song, so I downloaded their album with that song on it. That song is by Corona. No, that the, song is by Snap. The song Rhythm is a Dancer is by Snap. This, yes. The 
This is the rhythm of the night. Is that is by Corona? Different song. Different song. Yeah, you. Just, <laughs> you're talking about two. You're talking about two songs. You better snap back into your. <laughs> rhythm is a dancer. I said that. I know. You're all confused. Oh, whatever. <laughs> anyway, I downloaded that record that um, that song is on. I bought it from uh, iTunes, and it's actually really good. And uh, typically, I'm not. I'm just not a. Fan, I've never really been a fan of rap or hip hop, but. This album is pretty good because they combine like 90s jock jams with old school hip hop. I mean, mm-hmm. the album's from 1992. That's a very and, 1992 sound. Right, but it's almost like they're they're two different groups, but combined into one, which I I think they do it very well. So I've been mm-hmm. listening to that, and I downloaded Sisters of Mercy's uh, first record. Uh, and uh, it's first and really, last and always? Yes. And it's very, mm-hmm. very good. But that was before um, Patricia Morrison joined the band, right? Because mm-hmm. I never listened to the Sisters of Mercy before. It's one I... of my favorite groups of all time. Yeah. Well, somebody said that my band sounds like them. That's so a great I... compliment. It is a great compliment. And I knew a couple of their songs, but I I just never bought an album from them. I don't know why I always like just skipped over it. Mm-hmm. Flood um, Floodland, the album that came out two years later, is a fucking masterpiece so that's the one from 87 because didn't they put out two records in 87 no okay i thought they did Mm -mm. i even like their later stuff vision thing is an awesome record did you ever listen to do are you a billy idol fan at all no okay yeah it it's funny because obviously the white wedding and i'm fine with them yeah yeah, it's fine but he put out a record in i want to say it was like 1990 called cyberpunk Hmm. and it was an homage to the book uh i've talked about it on here before um neuromancer Mm -hmm. if you've ever read it or heard of it it's kind of what started the shy the cyberpunk genre as we know it today that and blade runner Uh but neuromancer is a fantastic novel and uh it's written by william gibson uh if you if you ever get a chance i have it on audiobook and uh and, and regular book form it's pretty cool um it's it's it's, it's, it's like it's like a blade runner-esque story neuromancer but he uh he did a whole album called cyberpunk and it's it's very odd but it's Mm. it's a great album it's almost like it's not billy idol and you know what i always respected billy idol because he just he now yes he's a famous celebrity he's a pop star or whatever um but i always felt like he still stayed true to just doing his own thing at a time when you kind of could do that. Cyberpunk, 1993. Okay, 93. Gotcha. So, sure. I love the album cover, too. I actually have it's it on cool. I have it on cassette, and I have it on, uh, like, the digital copy. So, I don't know. I... But that's what I've been listening to lately. I just really like that... Um, that Billy Idol stood up for... Adam Sandler and the wedding singer on that flight. I do too. At the end of the movie. He's a, he's a real uh, a nice American movie. hero, even yeah. though he's from the UK. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he still looks pretty good too. Yeah. To this day, yeah. Oh, uh, let me think. So who else are you working with? Bad communicators? and. <laughs> yeah. I didn't write down anything specific for the bad communicator. They oh, just right. It just makes me mad when communication is awry. I agree. People should speak clearly. People should speak clearly and directly, and they should get to the point of what they want. God, that reminds me. I have to teach a class this weekend at my at drill. I just so, found out today. 
sad trombone effect. Yeah. I would have pushed it, but I can't. It's, I don't want to do it. Oh, no, we have a sad trombone. Do we? Yeah. Ah, there it is. Teaching a class. Yeah. <laughs> What's it on? PPE. Explain for civilians like me. Personal uh, protective equipment? Yes. Okay. That is. that is exactly what it is. I only know what that is because of the glove and mask shortage two years ago. Yep. Exactly. So I have to teach a class on that. Um, I'll figure it out. <laughs> All right, class. What you're going to want to do is you want to put the mask around your ears and it goes underneath of your chin. I'm supposed to teach a half an hour. Not proper to, PPE. So that it... Not to cover your mouth and nose because then you can't speak to people. You want to keep the mask under the chin. See under. See now chin. I'm I'm considered a, a sergeant because I'm going to be promoted soon. So now they're going to have me teaching stuff. Well, I'm not I'm gonna... about to rip this bandaid off on Mike. There you go. Or not bandaid. It's tape with mm-hmm. like a nasty piece of ripped cotton. It's. Uh... Do you want me to do this on microphone? It's or called no? paper tape. I have rolls of it at home still. <sighs> Just do suck. it. What are you waiting for? Ah! You're fine. Shut up. I'm fine. I'll tell you, I'm not going to salute you now. <laughs> <laughs> That's me, who we got. <laughs> let me see. Uh, oh, this happened to me today. Tell me everything I want to know. Have you ever had a coworker who, rather than addressing you, will talk out loud to themselves loud enough so that you can hear them? No. So I had... I had a coworker today. Uh, now that my desk is moved back into the corral and I'm sitting around my coworkers again mm-hmm. in my department, my one coworker is rather than just saying, "Hey, let's cor- let's collaborate on this thing," yeah. is just reading e- reading an email or two out loud, loud enough to themselves, so that I can hear what they're saying. Sure, and I can uh, I can uh. I- uh, with with hopes of me to engage in conversation, <laughs> rather than just say, "Hey, can uh, let's can you come over and collaborate? Like, can you take a look at this with me?" Almost like this person doesn't want to be responsible for you coming over. They want to just read something that somebody else wrote in hopes that you come over. Yes. Yes. Okay. That that is very common in today's workplace. Well, that kind of ties into the bad communicator kind of thing because. I'm like, why? <laughs> if you want me to hear what you're saying, I'll gladly walk over there, put my shit down, and like engage so that we can get to the bottom of this quicker, rather than you fucking beating around the bush. And like, like, uh, what we do is so um, individual at times. Like, I can listen to one headphone at a time. Yeah. And I'm like, like I can hear you over there, loud as clear as a bell, sure. Because you're talking about shit that I have to know about, yeah. And I have to pause my shit, and I have to sit there with my my ear, my head cocked to the side so I can hear you. Cocked. And I'm like, <laughs> and I'm like, oh my god, why, why don't you just fucking just ask me, ask me something if you want me, <sighs> just ask me, just fucking ask it. <laughs> you gotta. <laughs> You ever had somebody do that? I I haven't because my work environment was only a few people. Yeah, it, it was wasn't, only fucking it was, four of you. Yeah, so we would just talk to each other. <sighs> I don't play that game. What a dream. But 
I guarantee once I start working army full time, there's going to be a lot of that because like memos are always sent out, shit like that. So yeah, you'll yep. have to pay attention to email. And then there's going to be a lot of shrugging. Well, nothing I can do. Ugh. You know, a lot of that. I I I can feel <laughs> that's it coming. Not, that's not in my job description. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, I didn't say it. Oh, yeah. God. Oh, you're gonna get the reply all person. Just wait. Oh, uh, oh God. I didn't even think of that shit. Uh-huh. I already do in group chats. Uh-huh. Like they have to reply to every single thing. Mm-hmm. Where I just I'll just thumbs up something. Like I'll hold you know hold it down mm-hmm. and then thumbs it up. You can double tab it and do that too. Oh, okay. Cool. Mm-hmm. Well. See. And that reminds me of one more. Sure. Give it to me. Uh, Remember the eavesdropper I talked about once before? Oh, yeah, multiple times. They have now resorted to looking over my shoulder. (laughs) What? Because they'll see- Like a cartoon? Yeah, they'll- like, Like doing the casual, like, hands in the pockets walk by. Not a supervisor, by the way, just a- just a fellow- Like- like a what you up to kind of a thing? Yeah. Ugh. And they'll see what I'm working on and be like, oh, that's, uh, I was just talking to, I don't care. I don't care what you were doing. <laughs> I'm doing this. You stay over there. Wow. Get your beak out of my fucking business. Oh man, you don't know how many times I've heard that. Mm. My big ass nose. And you don't go sticking it in places it doesn't belong, do you? Nope. I wouldn't think so. <laughs> I just hit the microphone with it. Mm-hmm. Um, Get the fuck away from me, friendo. Friend, no. Okay. Hmm. Get out of my fucking space. Looking over my shoulder. Hmm. Yeah. It, 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 <sighs> yeah. Office shit. Yeah. Drives you nuts sometimes. Uh, can I shout somebody out real quick? Please do. I, d- <laughs> I doubt he'll ever hear this, but Kev from the Wicked Horror Show, you're the man. Oh. Um, he and I have been messaging back and forth. I, I just, I literally just wanted to let him know that I'm a huge fan of his show. And he actually like reached out to me and he went and looked up my band and stuff. And he's a super cool guy. There you go. If you guys are horror movie fans, I highly recommend listening to the wicked horror show. W H S. They are awesome. Hmm. They do horror movie reviews. They have on directors and like, they'll have on indie filmmakers and all kinds of people. They're, they're awesome. So thank you, Kev. I sent him out a couple of fat monster, Matt tapes and uh, yeah, really good guy. Thanks Kev. Shout out to Kev. Yeah. Uh, what do you think, man? Do you have anything else? I think I'm good. I, I complained about a lot. To, is this our longest episode? No. Really? Well, how long have we been recording? Uh, hour 10. That's pretty long. Eh. It's, nah, it's not out, out, of the, out of the way. We talked about dreams. It's not out um, of the ordinary long. We talked about my annoyance with the waiting room today. I, I think Housing I'm market? I can't. Yeah. Yeah. Cars? Yeah. I'm sure we have all the answers there. Mm-hmm. I'm sure of it. <laughs> uh no just thanks for coming by i'm glad to glad to be here yeah weekly with you this keeps my my brain okay i was just i was just thinking like this is like as being being a fan of podcasts for so long like we can just get it we, like we can get our personal sh- it's it's personal but at the same time i hope that it's relatable to our listeners out there i think so oh and and what else i wanted to say because this comes out um right before friday the 13th so happy friday the 13th everybody we're having a little party over here yeah Um, and you're not invited yeah you're not just kidding but 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 you are you are and the audience is not invited well so what's the plan what are we doing we are gonna watch friday the 13th part four outside why four uh four is 
my favorite. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I I also think four has the most entertainment value in a group setting, not in a funny way. Okay. Like if we were gonna watch Jason X, Jason X is like <laughs> funny because it's it's so it's absurd. So sick. <laughs> yeah, it's just so absurd. But part four is actually a really good film, but there's a lot of stuff entertaining in there, and uh, and Corey Feldman's in it as a little kid, so it's pretty cool. Yeah, that's so we're gonna watch it outside. We are. I have a projector. I have a big screen to project it on mm-hmm. um i have fire a pit. sound bar and a fire pit and i'm gonna buy pizza for everybody uh it is bring your own beer though i gotta let everybody know that because i don't know what the hell to buy people uh we'll be bringing none I know, well bring <laughs> your own drinks of whatever i'll probably buy sodas or something i'll bring a case of liquid death <laughs> there you go. hey shout uh, speaking of let me introduce our newest sponsor liquid death <laughs> oh. enter the promo code thanks for <laughs> something off your order i don't remember what it was oh one more thing yeah i I forgot almost forgot i've been into lying lately why (laughs) that's a psychopath shit the fuck we don't have a sponsor i was making it up oh (laughs) oh Oh. i think i'm getting the sleepy haws i think so i actually have to poop soon i actually got more awake when you got here nice so i think that uh i got an ice cream cone today i'm not supposed to have ice cream allegedly but it was, oh, it was just tempting. straight ice cream. It was it was custard, and now I have to yeah, poop. So that makes that that tracks. So about to make a, my own turd. <laughs> no, if 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 you would give us a follow on Instagram, our uh, uh, our handle is thanks for your services underscore podcast. Shoot us a DM. Uh, follow us. I'll probably follow you back. Must uh, he'll definitely follow you. So back. Let's let's start a dialogue somewhere. You know, if yeah. you want to. Uh, Shoot me, a, shoot, shoot me or us a message on there. Again, that's thanks for your services underscore podcast. But even more so, if uh, if you want it on a more uh, professional, profession, professional, quote unquote level, uh, shoot us an email. You can uh, you can write to your little heart's desire, your little heart's content at uh, thank you for your services at gmail dot com. And for the layman out there. That is spelled thank you for your you are services at gmail.com. Why are they a layman? It's a term for people who didn't go to college or something like that. Like people who don't have a higher education are laymen. Because like, they're getting laid. Yeah. Oh, that's all right. fucking right. Because school is for fucking virgins. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, everybody. Thank you,